0: Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm going to be natural.
1: I am Dr. Dozier, and I am going to be
2: super. Yeah. And I am Dr. O, and I'm going to be the junkie. He's Dr. Dennis, and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin, and we are the, the super natural junkies.
0: junkies. Well done. Well done, boys. <music>
2: folks this is dr kevin cruz giving you another pump because guess what the supernatural junkies are on rumble all you have to do is go to rumble go to search and when you search for channels you look for supernatural junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up it's great because you're going to be able to see the links you'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying but most importantly this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies.
0: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. It's a brand new year, guys. We're here, the Supernatural Junkies. We're here with Dr. Kevin, Dr. Dennis, and Dr. Dozer, and of course, me, Alex.
3: Hello. Just Alex. Hello, Alex. Yeah, Hello, Alex. <laughs>
0: Hello, guys. Happy New Year to everyone out there. We hope you had a blessed Christmas, and we hope this next year ahead is blessed for you guys as well. We have a little housekeeping to take care of. We have Supernatural Junkies gear. What? All ooh, ooh. sorts. Of t-shirts, leggings, Wait, backpacks. Dr. Dozier,
2: Dr. Dennis, they got pretty pretty outfitted in full-on Supernatural Junkies gear. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes, and um,
0: That's right. Kevin really desperately wanted to get you guys with a shower curtain with just your image on there.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was like, we don't know if they have that kind of I just, shower. I just think <laughs> it would be cool
2: that when your guests go over to the guest bathroom yeah, and they see, see the little shower, shower curtain with your creepy cartoon all over it. I'm them. like, yeah, I'm like, I need one of those.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we have the main logo. We also have some of our other logos on there as well. We have the circus one. And we also have each of us as individuals. So you can rep your favorite supernatural junkie. I've got a phone case with me on there. Because <laughs> I'm my favorite supernatural Wait, what's junkie. The, what's it's that cool. movie where the guy
2: goes in and he has all these pictures of himself? What's that movie? I,
0: oh, the... I'm, is it the unbearable weight of Talon or something? Yes. So, like, it's Nicolas Cage, of Nicholas course. Nicolas Cage has oh, all okay. these pictures yeah. of himself. Oh, that's funny. But, <laughs> but there's all sorts of gear on there. There's pet blankets. There's actual blankets for yourself if you and want. We, we
2: got pillows for Dr. Dennis and Dr. Dozer. Yes, Dr. Dozer's. <clears throat> so that way, you know, their wife lifting could just, the weight
0: overhead. They could just plug
2: on those pillows every night. Right.
0: Know. And uh, yes. And uh, Dr. Dennis' wife is going to get uh, one with him on there holding that snake. but we also have other ones so you can either they're broken up individually but we will post a link to the Redbubble shop so that you guys can pick up whatever it is you want there's tons of stuff on there with our logo and with each of us separate which is kind of fun but um, we'll be putting some pictures in there too so you guys can see we'll put it on our socials but yeah anyway but that was the housekeeping for the day and we're that's off. Cool. What are we Yeah, that's it's, it's cool pretty cool. Stuff. Oh, we also have leggings, which we got for their wives. Oh yes. <laughs> leggings. <laughs> Jesus is right good, on that hip. And, I mean
3: not on us. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, that's your business. Well <laughs> come what you on. Do at Kev, home. You can I,
3: wear some. No <laughs> way. <laughs> no way,
2: Totally. That's not going there, eh? <laughs> but, but there's you sweatshirts, t-shirts. leggings.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> no. It's kind of scary. Let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of awesome. Because we have Jesus on your hip and then um one of the supernatural junkies, I think, on each leg and then one on the bum.
3: Yeah, one on the glue. The the yes. <laughs> you,
0: you're
2: gonna that'll right. right. remain a mystery. Yeah, you're gonna have to order to show. find out. It's pretty cute.
0: Yes. Pretty cute, guys. Pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but um yeah, it's been a long time people have been asking about that, but there's all sorts of stuff on there.
3: That's so, cool.
0: Yeah, and we'll put this like I said, we'll put like a link to it and one of the products every now and then on our socials for you guys to check out. So supernat Junks supernat Junkies, sorry. Right, Facebook, Supernet Junk but on super IG, Supernet
2: Junk on
0: IG, and then on Facebook, it's yep. the Supernatural Junkies podcast. Yep, yep.
2: and I think Twitter's Supernet Junk as well. All yep.
0: right, yeah. yeah. So, I'm what are we so talking
2: mad. about today? Well, we are going back to the woke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no joke. We're going to woke. Well, you know, I Wake mean, up. let's face it. You know, I mean, we've all seen this happen, but. Does anybody really know what woke is? I mean, even when we read the definition last time, I mean, did you get any closer no, to having it's, it's any idea? No, it's literally the Oppression Olympics.
3: Yeah. It's who is most
0: oppressed. I'm oppressed. You don't get to say that because you're a white guy. Okay. Well. Only Dr. Dozer and I in this room get to say how oh, oppressed no we are. Way. Yeah, that's how this well, works. I'm okay? sorry, you guys Wait, are man. oppressing <laughs> me now. <laughs> that doesn't count.
3: No, of course <laughs> Apparently, not. if
0: you're white, that doesn't count, folks. Okay, oh, just FYI. I see. <laughs> but it is. It's. I feel like it's the oppression Olympics. Who can be, like, it, it's just. But if you if you go on TikTok and, um, I only have TikTok for my other podcast that I do. Otherwise, I I kind of don't really enjoy it. But. It's oppression Olympics. It's who can be. And it's the most ridiculous stuff. People are literally. They'll okay. be like, I went to the coffee shop today. And <laughs> they misgendered me. <laughs> you don't know how painful it is to be misgendered because you're a girl with a mustache. It's confusing for all of us. I mean, well, they're probably sorry. just picking what it's seems good. most likely, guys. It's it but cares. well, growing up. I, OK, my brother would because he was very pretty, would constantly get called a little girl. Oh, I never saw him go home and cry about it though, because somebody misgendered him. I never saw it ruin his day. I, I mean, I used to make fun of him, be like, You're so pretty, Dale. You're beautiful. <laughs> and he would get so. But then one year, I cut all my hair off, like super short. And I was still quite young. You know, I think I was in like fifth, fourth, fifth grade. And um, my brother, I remember he looked at me and he goes, Now everybody's going to think you're a boy. And he was like, So happy that this was going to happen. And so oh, we went out with my dad to dinner. Um, later that day. And someone walks up and goes, oh my gosh, your daughters are so beautiful. <laughs> oh,
3: no, uh, I was
0: like, still didn't happen. But um, for him, but it never saw it like destroy him. Like I never saw him whining or crying about it like he <laughs> misgendered It happens. It happens. It happens. It's, you know. Kev,
3: Kev, are you worried about being
0: misgendered?
3: <laughs> nope. <laughs> you, Nobody ever does that. Yeah, that's you, one of the great things about being bald. Well, yep. No,
0: but Oh, like that, that's that's the crazy thing is that there's people like they just because you're a man and you've got makeup on, right. they're expecting women and men to call she.
2: It's it's really but just, just a
0: dude with, no. a, you listen, know, like I'm, I'm it's people to... are just going. What's most your most obvious it's physical it, cue?
3: It's it's mental illness. Which, it is. It, where's it's, mental illness come from? He, from the
2: pit. So when we jump into this again, uh, guys, we have to remember that just like a lot of things, you know, we're talking about this this falling away of the church. We're right. talking about, and this is, of course, prophetic, right? There, there cannot, he will not come until there comes a falling away, the Bible says. And this falling away is really a false gospel and a false messiah, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in a false, really, modus operandi, right? The, the whole change of everything. And that's the whole point, is to burn it all down. They don't want to work with anything. They want to burn it all down. But in that that statement, we have the perpetrators of this, really, this false religion, this doctrine of demons. But we also have the people that are that are just, they're the victims in a lot right, of ways. Right, collateral damage. Especially yeah, on the used. side of the children. The children, um, they have no way of being able to defend themselves against this right they they have to be taught and uh and so this is why the bible says that basically whoever teaches the child is the one that determines which way they're going to go and that means which way a generation could go and that's why we're here we're queer and we're coming for your children what do you mean like the children on epstein island well that's what i'm saying there's another one (laughs) i just bring the ties of, of
3: of disney to that island well, Disney. Right? Did,
0: did you know that Disney cruise ship used to stop at that island? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and
3: did they drop off Bill Clinton?
0: <laughs> Maybe, but d- can you believe Disney? Because Disney had a deal with them, and they would actually um, have little kids' events at this Epstein's island, and their cruise ships would go to this island first. I just want to say really quickly before what we get a, into this. How many went missing? Yeah, right. This is not born out of hatred for a group of people. What we hate is evil right and so it's not that we hate these people but if you are perpetrating evil if you are using this to perpetrate these things on innocent children that's where right that hatred comes in because what you're doing is evil but as a people of group we don't hate them that's not what we're talking about here let's be clear we don't love their actions everyone is you know sin is equal right all sin hurts jesus but
3: alex don't apologize for yourself I'm well, sorry, I just no, want to be, no, I, I I, I, only, be only clear. The reason why I say that I understand that because yeah. we speak to a large audience, but really, when it comes down to, is that the Bible says the fear of God is to hate evil. Right. So who perpetrates evil? Mankind. Mm-hmm. People ask, "What? Well, well if there's a loving God. How come there's so much evil in the world?" Oh my gosh!
0: Because of us. Right. Duh.
3: We're evil.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> you
2: know, well, and the good news is that when you start to see these. Three episodes we're doing here, you're going to see that we're going to uncover the first cause, the religion behind Mm -hmm. wokeism, because it is a false religion putting out a false messiah that's completely incompatible with Christianity. And we're going to prove that, right? And it's really, once we have these truths, because we don't really have the answers, right? When these kids are talking to us, we need to have some way of showing them that who they're following is not the way the truth and the life right and you'll right. see there's going to be some good action plans as we come out the door mm-hmm. but we have to go into this to understand the evil and to understand that these are act this is actually a religion right i want right? to right. Uh, go ahead doc i want to say something here uh
1: i will say that uh i hate evil okay if i did not I would have never surrendered my life over to the Lord, Mm -hmm. which means that at one time I was a part of that evil, perhaps not doing the same things that not perhaps, but not doing the same things that we're doing, but uh, doing things that were not pleasing in the sight of God. And I keep in mind Psalm 5, 5, and it tells us that God hates workers of iniquity. Uh, when When it comes to, as they call it, wokeism, Wokeism is breeded out of hatred okay, and is breeded out of hatred for God. Let's look at where the hatred really is. Instead of making apologies for hatred and trying to defend yourself for not about not hating, let's go to where the hatred really is. The hatred is for God. And you can find that in John 15. Jesus said, the world hated me, therefore it will hate you. Now, I, I, from there, I, I want to just some things. I was taking down some notes as they were talking and looking at wokeness. What is woke? What is woke? What is it? Uh, a number of things I put down. First off, wokeism is deviation from truth. Truth mm-hmm. of what? Truth of God's word. And we speak of deviation, we're saying a detour has been taken, another direction has been taken. Wokeism also is a diversion and deception of and from truth. A diversion mm-hmm. of truth and a deception of truth. A diversion from truth and uh, deception. When we look at this Genesis 1, 26 and 27, when it says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, salim demuth. Let us make man uh, uh, to resemble us. Let us make man as our representatives. So God made man in his selim. He made man in his image. He made man in his likeness. Is demuth, your Hebrew word. He made man in his image. He made man in his likeness. And he called their name Adam or Odom. He called their names human beings. Uh, And so it tells us that male and female created he them. Male and female created he them, and he called their name Adam. And in the creation of the male and the creation of the female, we notice right now, when you go to the area of the panendam, there's a difference. Or oh, let me just be a little simpler. When we go to the genitalia, we go to that particular area, there's a difference in the male and the female. There is. And then when you go to Romans chapter one, verses 14 through verse 16, this is what Paul writes. I'm a debtor to both the Greeks and to the barbarians. So here he is, when he speaks of Greek, Helene, he's not just speaking of the person whose nationality or ethnicity is a Greek, but in the King James Version, this will refer to Gentiles. And it it mainly focuses on people who are of faith other other than of God, people who would be heathenistic. The barbarian, on the other hand, would be those who... Uh, that time, even though the language was different, it was considered kind of coarse, Paul says, I'm a debtor to both of these. And he says to the wise, and that would be your sophists and your uh, philosophers and even the Pharisees and all. These would be the people who were supposed to be the learned and intelligent people. And he got to the unwise. This would be sort of like he said, even to the foolish people. And he so when he brings this out, he's bringing out the fact that the power of God, the, the gospel of Christ is the power of God of salvation to everyone that believes, once again, going to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so when we look at this, what we're seeing is that God is not respective of person, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile from any ethnicity. When you think of nations, ethnos, you're thinking of ethnicities. Of any ethnicity, God brings salvation to all. Wokeism has, what it has done, is it has brought a division in, it has divided. And what it is saying is there's one group of people over here and there's another group of people over here. There's one group of people that are oppressors and there's another group of people that are the oppressed. Uh, From what I can see in the scripture, we all were oppressed by sin. That's Mm -hmm. right. And we needed a savior, that savior, which is Jesus Christ. So oh, Satan yeah. has gotten into this, and people have yielded to it. Mm-hmm. And yes, what they have done, they have gone from from this this uh, critical theory ideology all the way over to bringing a religion into it. I just wanted
2: to say that. Yeah, that's good, so right. you can see he's already blasted into even to some <clears throat> of the main conclusions we're going to make.
0: Right. I also want to point out the irony of, you know, um, a group that and they often say that Christians espouse hate, but if we really break this down, what they're saying is that I hate myself because I was born in a way that feels inauthentic to my emotional state, right? So they're like, I hate, let's say if it were me, I hate being a female, I hate my breasts, I hate everything about being a female, so I need to change it to the other thing it just seems so crazy to me that that's still pushing hate. You're just having hatred for yourself and that's not what the Bible tells you how God feels about you, right? How Jesus feels about you. So who's really pushing hate here? Mm-hmm, right? That's true. They, they you hate like I hate when people call me a female so much that it breaks me down emotionally because I have so much self-hatred. Mm. Wow. There's the hate, folks. It's not that we hate them. They hate themselves. Mm-hmm. But there's... No, so even... And this is why those and their surgeries... Body, which right, is the image And of these their, surgeries their... keep happening because there's never enough to fill and change that hatred. Yeah. It's never going to fix the real root issue is that something told you you had to hate yourself and you believed that lie and you kept believing it. So you keep having these surgeries in hopes that it will fix that thing, but it will never fix that thing. And that's why so many now... There are so many stories about people detransitioning and there's going to be a flood more. Mm -hmm. This is not over, but now they have caused, like now imagine, put yourself in that young person's shoes. You did all that to your body and then you grew up and like Jordan Peterson says, you realize like, oh crap, my brain wasn't fully developed. They allowed me to do all this. How much self-hatred do you still have?
3: Well, that's why they're going. Oh
0: my gosh. It's in. How many of even, that's why most of the people that end up committing suicide, you can look at the numbers and say, we're lying if you're of that group. But the mm-hmm. truth is, is that those are people that have gone through their surgeries. Mm-hmm. There are more of them that have gone through their surgeries that commit suicide than the before all that happened. So that's just hatred all over the place, guys. Yeah. I, that's the real truth.
3: I have something to say about yeah, that too. One thing that came to mind when you're talking about that, I believe Jesus gave us two commandments. One was to love the Lord thy God with all the might Our mind, soul, heart, and strength, right? And the other one is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now, how can you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself?
0: How can you love anything if you don't love yourself? Well,
3: right. Yeah. Uh But this is a a beautiful picture that Alex just
2: laid out about how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be important as we go forward. As I was listening to Alex, one of the
1: greatest problems that we face today is that either people have not learned or they've lost the ability to do critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look yes. at this, a lot of it is based on feelings.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, the activating event, A, when you think of, I'm, I'm going to Albert Ellis a little bit here, and uh, rational emotive therapy, R-E-T, and I'll add a C, I'll add a, a D and an E to it. But there's an A, B, C. There's an activating event. Then there's B, your belief about it. Then there's C, a consequence. hmm Many people think that A causes C, because Mm. I believe this, this is why this is here. And they leave out C. I mean, they leave out B, okay, Mm -hmm. your belief. Now, so let's, let's look at the person activating event. You are a male, and you don't seem to be as masculine as some of your buddies or even your brothers. Somebody's told you that if that's how you feel, then perhaps you were born in the wrong body. Mm -hmm. So A, the activating event, how I feel, I believe that causes C, the consequence, I need to get a sex change so I can be who I really am. Mm -hmm. It's not A, it's not A that causes C, it's B that causes C, your belief about it. Yep you're saying how you feel even though you recognize mm-hmm. that you have the body of a male which means you're male mm-hmm. so now what happens is you need a d d is where you dispute uh what it is that you that you've come up to you dispute it uh does me being a little less masculine than my male friends or my brothers does that mean that I am a, I should have been a female. Well, disputing would be looking at your anatomical makeup, if I'm using the right word, Mm -hmm. your anatomy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Looking at your makeup. Okay. You have the makeup of a male, Mm -hmm. your chromosome, all of that. Okay. When I begin to look at all of these things, now what happens is I find that, no, but I'm really, I am a male. I am a male. There, there is something that's trying to make me think I'm not when in actuality, I really am a male. That's right. Everything that God made and everything that I have on my body, the design that God made and the body that I have fits the design of a male. I and? am a male. So what happens is I can have a E, a new emotional consequence, but here's the thing in order for you to ever challenge it. Cause we're going back to the hatred thing in order for you to ever challenge it. There has to be humility. Because when you tell somebody something that's different from what they've concluded, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: people tend to get, some people tend to get upset and angry Mm -hmm. because that's their personal belief versus a factual truth. Mm -hmm. Sometimes personal beliefs can be true, but when they are erroneous or unorthodox, then those personal beliefs are not true. You want to get to a factual truth. And so people become angry. And they say you're pressing them, you're pushing things on them, you're pushing this and you're pushing that. And what happens is it ends up breeding hatred. Okay. And, and that's where that comes from. But if mm-hmm. I humble myself and I look at, wow, no, I this is really not who I am. Now what can happen is I can I can get a change because all of this, there can be a change, should I say, because all of this affects you emotionally. So it's rational emotive therapy. And so that's what brings the the anger. When you refuse, when you refuse to yield yourself to truth,
3: mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. truth
1: is what makes you free. When you refuse to yield yourself to truth, you have no choice but to oppose it. And when you oppose it, now there comes hostility. So I, I just wanted to bring those, and that is factual. It really does help if you can humble yourself and mm-hmm. you can do some critical thinking and from my understanding this is something that they don't teach in the
2: schools anymore mm-hmm. no. well no. and you know think about that you know how many how many verses in the Alice bible talk about humility
0: mm-hmm. he's good we should know. have him on the podcast humble,
3: humble <laughs> himself <laughs> he and was pray right mathematical right?
2: over there all
0: that algebra oh, going geez, on in that big old oh. brain
2: yeah people think about it all the time you go <laughs> well what's the solution oh if we will humble ourselves and pray <laughs> Right. Well, how's the rest of that scripture go? Right. Then I will heal your land. If my people, he right. says, though. So. Right. Yeah. Then this. Just, this is where it is. But you can see that's where it's at. But this but, is where the other false gospel is there. But we're just, mm. wait. What,
0: we're changing. I just want to say really quick: feelings are not facts. That's, that's, right. uh,
3: that's and and I think D in that analysis. Right, but what is we're deceptive. changing
0: it now though is that feelings well, are facts.
3: So what did right? they that's see? What, that's
0: what the world is trying to tell us. Well,
2: what did they see? What did they hear? That made them hate themselves
3: to begin with. Well, I think that a the action, unfortunately, Kevin, in this but, situation, a lot of these people were abused. Yes, They're, totally. I, so I, a I lot agree of with sexual that. Abuse uh, but no, I'm just yes,
0: I agree.
2: I'm just saying that when you look at TV, when you look at movies, when you look at all, just just watch Mean Girls, okay? Just watch any of these kinds of teenage movies. We have the pretty people. So why did the alternative movement start? See, I was a, you know, that's really something that happened right when I was in high school. It's really just the simple fact, right? Just a couple days ago. (laughs) Alternative is still cool, by the way.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: But it was about that. I'm sorry, folks. Pretty people are not the only people that get to be happy. Pretty people And they're are generally not, not happy. And they're not happy by the no, way. No, That's why they're right? so mean. And and, and and it's it's not <laughs> right. about
0: it, Alex, it I'm was not mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the exception, I have to say.
2: But it, it was an alternative what? To to what we saw on television, yeah. to what we saw on the movies, to what we saw with the jocks, to what we saw with the pretty people, what we saw with the cheerleaders, with the popular people. It was a complete rebellion mm-hmm. against all of that. Why? Yeah. Because what people see, okay, where they are making these decisions and think they're not male or female is a false view of what a male and female is on television, in movies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they look at these men, they look at these women, and they think to themselves, I must not be that. I cannot compete with that. And so they, I must be what? Mm-hmm. Somebody else. And that's why people now, it's gotten so far that kids are like, well, if you're not LGBTQ, you're not even cool. You can't even be cool or accepted oh, no, anymore. You,
0: you, you practice hatred then. You, you have you're to actually come up with another yeah, name for prejudice. yourself. You're you bigot. couldn't say
2: heterosexual, like I'm a man who likes women, right? You couldn't say that. So we have people literally coming home and saying, hey, look, I'm a this is a girl. I'm a gay man trapped <laughs> in a woman's body, which means she's a girl who
0: likes boys. Oh yeah, I recently you, just you saw, can't, right? Let me just say this. Do I get part, to sorry. tell my joke? No.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Oh, gosh. This is terrible joke, so I'm just apologizing now. It's dumb. Now. dad jokes. So let's just say this boop, really boop, boop. happened. Sorry. This guy is dating Pre-emptive. the girl, and the girl says, I want to be called by another name, right? And it's because she is really, she says she's a, a gay man trapped inside a woman's body. And so then again, this is my, my philosophical thing. Well, that's when he should have said to her something like, well, this is really terrible because this is the end of our relationship because I'm actually a gay woman trapped in a man's body. And now that I found that, that you're really a man, this is never going to work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and That's
2: that's, that's how crazy this is getting. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so you, you can't believe how pervasive this is where these people, anything, uh, but to be just a man or a woman, right?
0: Yeah, they were interviewing somebody and it was on CNN and it was actually, she's a woman, she identifies as a lesbian. And she is married to a, um, trans man. <laughs> Hi, guys. You're just a straight couple. I know that's boring and it's not popular. But if she's a lesbian and she's married to a trans man, and he was just a guy in a dress, he hadn't had a surgery, he's just a man. You're a straight couple. I know it's not popular. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. But that's what you are. Yeah.
2: So when we go back to this idea of being woke, what it actually means, we read this last time, but being aware mm-hmm. of and acting attentive to Important facts. Now, of course, that's where we're going to dispute these important facts. But it talks about especially issues with regarding race and social justice. The bottom line is the Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ movements. And these are both false religions that have come into our society and are coming in to take over our society and absolutely try and capture, delete capture and groom our children. And we're going to show you why. These are religions, and how our faith can counteract them and show you this deception. But I finally beat Dr. Dennis today. You won? I did. How? And what? Because I've got the microphone and I'm reading the verse. Go ahead. Do you have I'm, a verse? He go told for me it. he had a verse, and I was I like, I kept, I kept waiting and I kept waiting, and I was like, nope, no, nope, I'm going to read go this. Go ahead, one. you go. It says, First John. This is going to help Christians understand something mm-hmm. because God is love, but here is what. 1 John 2, 19 says, Mm -hmm. They went out from us, but did not belong to us. They would have remained with us if they had belonged to us. But their going showed that none belonged to us. And so there's so many people today that are worried about people leaving the church. Why, this is horrible, Right? But the truth is, as we begin to distill down and and, and confront these evil, woke Jesus, false messiahs, mm-hmm. false religions, you're going to see that a lot of people are going to leave the church. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so we're putting this out there because it is very clear that this was happening in the very beginning, and it's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's why we have talked about how they've infiltrated the church.
3: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It was a good scripture talk. You pulled that one right right out from your Yay, over there. Yeah, good job, um, <laughs> Doctor. Yeah, there George, are I a lot there, you... there. are a lot of people. You can say there are a lot of people leaving the church, absolutely. But you know, were, were they really in the church? That's a good and, point. And, and and um and then when it really comes down to it, um, we're dealing with a situation with the demonic attack on the church. This is not the first time, if you go back through history, this has happened before and before and before. Even if you can go back into, you know, AD 300s when, you know, the church was unified mm-hmm. um, Catholic little c. Um, and then, you know, how what happened over the centuries after that. So when you look through church history and how the church became so dull, it was and, and how it was run by an authoritative dictate, uh, with a false gospel. That's right. So, you know, we can say that, yeah, the church is under attack. The church is under attack always because Satan hates the body of Christ. So He's after the body of Christ,
2: and and they're specifically after Jesus, if you really go back, um, you look at all the false religions that were started immediately. Mm-hmm. And it, it was all about debating, the, the nature of Christ was he human? Was he divine? What, you know, they always went one way or the other. They yep. never acknowledge what what the Bible really teaches, that's right? True. And and so this is this is what they're doing today. Mm-hmm. The same thing they're doing this corruption of Jesus, where they take away his what, his divinity. That's what woke Jesus is because Je- woke Jesus, as you'll see, if did he really was Jesus? Did he come for social to to, to restore social justice? Because yeah. that's that's. See so we have their false religion but what's their what's their action plan it's to get social justice and you'll see that that how they're going to get this is going to be well the
3: end justifies the means right well, there's a couple of things we can bring up here too because you're talking about the church you know being you know apostate and going away now um you can look at that from two sides you can look at is it is it going is there apostasy occurring in the church and people f- f- fleeing the church. Has that happened since COVID and so forth? And you could look at that and say, well, yeah, people have left the church. But is that God's judgment? Is God shedding the church? I think- is he shedding could get to get down to the remnant? I mean, it could possibly mm-hmm. be. And then when you go back to what's happening today, is that not a consequence as what happened to over the last 40 years in the church where they've gotten away from preaching the doctrine of hell? Yep. And they haven't talked about hell. Yep. And they just wanted to talk about Jesus and his loving Jesus and he loves you. Mm-hmm. Well, if Jesus loves me the way I am, why should I repent?
2: Right. Mm. You,
3: you well, understand you, what I'm saying? And when so you,
1: when you look at, we, are, if, if we stay on point, when we look at wokeism, wokeism is not hailing the goodness of Jesus. No. Okay, at all. No. Uh, It's it's not in in truth. It's it's not even when you when you look at it. It's not teaching the Jesus of the Bible at all. It's not like you have a particular uh, view, like uh, pre mid post, where that's not going to determine heaven or hell on you. Uh, They're they're creating their own. They're creating their own Jesus. How do I know this? The word says, if any man preaches another gospel. Amen. And they're preaching something that's totally altered, something that's totally false. So you can see that Satan is behind that. And it is, yes, it is a great, there's a great falling, there's a great falling away Mm -hmm. that we see uh, taking place without going into it because I like to let things take their course, but there are a number of well-known church leaders and bishops other than the Pope uh, who are doing some of the same things that the Pope is doing. And some are perhaps even worse. Mm -hmm. And these people affect the lives of thousands and Mm -hmm. in some cases, millions. And so when you look at that type of thing, uh, you're looking at, you're looking at false leaders, and you're looking at whether these are people who are, as we see in Second Peter chapter two, denying the Lord that bought them, that ransomed them, people who've fallen away, or people who, as we read from First John two nineteen, who never really were uh, of Christ, anything, never of one us. or the other.
2: Yep.
0: So, two things when we mention the church first, very quickly, you know, because I for a while. Um, I was Catholic growing up, and then I sort of went New Agey for a bit, right? And so the New Age practices, in tying in with what Dr. Dozer said, is that, you know, they call Jesus an ascended master, right? He's one of many ascended masters. He might be a prophet, but there were many prophets. Allah was a prophet, right, according to them. Um, <clears throat> and so they go into this, and in Buddha, right? Never mind. There's a lot of different Buddhas, guys. There's not just one. If you're talking about Siddhartha, the first one, he was the healing Buddha, and I, you know, cause I looked into it cause I was really interested in, uh, the whole story about Siddhartha, just wild. He had a family, literally his wife had a baby boy and he walked out in, in trying to practice his, um, and really the best thing I can define it as, and I'm not Buddha, uh, you know, I'm not Buddhist at all is apathy, right? The detachment is really apathy, c- quite honestly. Yeah. But so they mentioned that, oh gosh, all these guys are, but they say that Jesus was one of them, right? Also an ascended master. But all of them say there are many ways to get to nirvana, heaven, whatever it is, right? There's many ways. You don't, and they all say that Jesus is the dude. He is one of them. He does, he's not a liar. He's a righteous guy. He's a prophet. But Jesus says the only way to the father is through me. That's right. They don't say that. They say there are many ways. And if he's not a liar, then you have to believe what he's saying. He is the only one that says, this is the only way, guys. It's a narrow path, but it's through me. You want to get to my dad? You got to go through me. Like So even just logically working that out, just think about it. Just something to think about if you're in that practice and you're like, he's just one. They never mentioned him as being a liar. They're not liars. He's not a liar. They're clear about that, right? So I don't see how you could go off into other beliefs just based on that information alone. But people will justify, you know, whatever they believe in. Um, The other thing with the woke church, we have to talk about, like, some of the new decrees coming down for the Catholic Church, right?
3: I have an article. Yeah, please. Yeah, please do. Yeah, it's from the AP. Associated Um, Press, yeah. Associated Press, Rome, AP, Pope Francis Formally approved letting Catholic priests bless same-sex couples, the Vatican announced Monday a radical shift in policy that aimed at making the church more inclusive while maintaining its strict ban on gay marriage. But while the Vatican statement has heralded by some as a step toward breaking down discrimination in a Catholic church, some LGBTQ+ plus advocates warned it underscored the church's idea that gay couples remain inferior to heterosexual partnerships. I don't know how they how they conclude that. Right. But well, the other one you have
2: to add is that he also has approved men to compete against women in sports. So this is a double caving here. And Let's not
0: forget they also welcome aliens now. Yes.
3: Yes. yes. We had that to, episode. He wants to baptize aliens. Yes. Yep. So, um, I, I'm sorry, my that. Yeah. my Catholic brethren, if, yeah, if sorry, I guys. can may use that loosely. Yeah. Wake up and please, please, leave your apostate church.
2: So I'm going to play a little clip here. This Speaking is of apostate church Beyonce Church. Just take a listen.
0: in San Francisco, California. Hundreds of folks
1: are going to come here to witness the Beyonce Mass. Beyonce!
3: we sang Beyonce in church.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. Gotta appreciate that code switch there at the end. Yo, I'm
1: out of breath because we just sang Beyonce in church, woo! What is
3: happening? What is happening? And if you thought
1: that that was the extent of it, you are so wrong. I mean, it, it is going to get worse when a pastor of this mass explains what they're doing and
0: why they're doing it. You listen, what can you tell me about the progressive nature of Grace Cathedral?
3: I think a lot of the people who show up tonight are people of color, LGBT people, people on whom other people's narratives have been projected. And I mean, just to be honest, the church hasn't been the best about lifting up those voices. It really began as us saying, how can we actually be the people of God that we hope to be in the world?
0: And Beyonce is the perfect passage to get that message out there
3: honestly i think beyonce is a better theologian than many of the pastors and priests in our church today that is not an exaggeration so
2: dr dozier how does that make you feel me, deep <laughs> down inside wait, wait, by the way that
0: was a priest that was saying that from grace cathedral in san francisco like a all right priest yeah
1: if you if you want to know the truth
3: It it
1: makes me believe that The man who said that is an absolute imbecile (laughs) That he's a fool It it doesn't insult me It it just makes me feel like he is an absolute fool Uh, The worst true I mean true believing preachers Who attempt to preach the word and some probably there are probably some who shouldn't be pastoring would not fall in that category.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Would not fall in that category. Now, now notice what I just said. I I, I said uh, true believing. Uh, I I won't mention it, but there was a church in Atlanta over the New Year's weekend, and it goes viral. You can look it up as the congregation dances to Swag Surf, and I guess Swag Surfing is a rapper, and they walk it out. Uh, the pastor did come up to try to defend this, and in defending this, uh, he really came against the church. Uh, he made a statement like, this is not your grandma's church, Uh so uh, basically what you do is you go to the way of the world. Mm. If you want to win souls to Christ, the devil is a liar. Mm. You go to the way of the world. If you want people to come to your nightclub, that looks like a church building. That's really what it is. Mm. Yeah. And, and so it, it's become a, a, with them, it is a numbers game. And I believe the word is forgotten. For those who say Beyonce is better than, she preaches better than the average preacher. I believe the word is forgotten where it speaks of the wide gate, the wide road and the narrow. Many will follow that wide road. And so what is it going to be to cause them to follow it? Few, the narrow. What is it going to be that causes them to follow it? Okay. And it tells us that wide road leads to what? Destruction. And it tells us what the narrow one leads to. Right. So you keep thinking your large numbers because of your worldly worship is going to get you and those people in heaven and you're going to have to do a lot of explaining as to why you got them in a ditch mm-hmm. that wasn't really a ditch. It was something far worse.
3: Yeah. I think there was a scripture in Matthew 24 that, that said... Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it, for false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if mm-hmm. possible, even the elect. I mean, we're living in times, we have been, where the um, there's many false Christs and false prophets. Jesus said that first, yeah. you know, so we're definitely living there. So
2: let's turn the corner, and we've had a very nice uh, few episodes we did on critical race theory. But we talked about how this wokeism is manifesting in two particular main religious um, entities, right? The first is, is that you're born in the wrong body, right? Now there's no religion in the world that believes that. All of the religions are united that God made one man, one woman, and that all of us came from that. And that's also why there's no such thing as racism either, right? But God doesn't put people in the wrong bodies. No religion in the world believes that. So when they say this and infer this, they have now created what? A new religion. How do we know that? Well, religion is a system of beliefs. But specifically, religion addresses the first cause, which really means where did we come from, right? And so here they are making up their new religion. And here we are in America. We're supposed to have freedom of religion, and yet we have a religion called atheism, right, and evolution that's preached in our school when their action plan is what? Survival of the fittest. Well, if you look at America, you could say whatever you want, but the fittest survive. So the ones that didn't do well should have been the ones that were let go anyways, right? So this is a horrible action plan. Nobody wants us to treat each other like, well, I'm more fit than you, so you should be toaster pastries, right? So, but now we have this new religion. They come in and, and they're allowed to teach this, right? So these are two key things that you can see happening. And this all goes back to what? The gospel. They, they, they attack Jesus. So this goes back to Immanuel Kant. And of course, he was the first one who was really saying, hey, listen, not even the first one, I shouldn't say that, but that Jesus was totally human. They want to take the divine out of the Bible, Right. And, and here's the other thing. So then once you start to mar who and what Jesus was, you start to be able to divide and conquer. Now that's where you guys know when we talked about the COVID beast, we talked about Revelations 13, talk about how a cause comes in the world. And see this cause, this situation is how you create the chaos. It's how you create division. It's how you divide them. It's you divide them between the one who is oppressed and, you, and then polarize him against his oppressor. And then we just change. Thus
0: the circle begins again.
2: Thus the circle begins again. <laughs> and, and of course, now it's it's the oppressed is the person of color, right? Whereas the other person is somehow white. And see, the same thing, because of the Judeo-Christian ethic, okay, they can then turn around and rewrite history as if somehow Christianity is white. And they must get rid of this. Does that make sense? So this is why we've come into the crosshairs. Jesus has come into the crosshairs. They've had to completely rewrite history. Does he, Even even Jesus' skin color, they try and rewrite. So as if that even matters, because there's no such thing as races, according to your Bible.
0: Oh, I heard a group debating if God was white. <laughs> it, it was the most ignorant debate I've ever heard in my life.
2: All you can say yeah. is that God is light, and when we see that part, it's, it's, it's white right? But then we realize that there's colors. And so you really realize that these people have stolen the rainbow, right? It's it's the, the colors that we have in God, in that light, are the things that, that show that he is a promise-keeping God, that he loves us, and he doesn't want to destroy us, right? And so that's why he's going to come back the second time. He's not going to destroy us. He's going to come back himself because he is the Savior. He is the only one that we can follow. He's the only one that as Dr. Dozier said, delivered us from what's really oppressing us. We are oppressed by sin. The oppressor is oppressed by sin. The oppressed is still oppressed by sin. They are in no way able to then turn around and judge their neighbor. Right? And this is why you you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. We're not the ones. Jesus, you know, he never came and started any armies. He never had any generals, right? He never started any wars. He never organized them that way at all. He said, all those that take up the sword will what? Perish by the sword. Because every one of us is oppressed by sin. And see, this is how they've done this. They're creating these conflicts because they're trying to divide and they're trying to conquer us. This is exactly what's behind cancel culture, okay? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'll get to privilege, but they then turn around, and, and again, privilege is based upon jealousy. It's jealousy, right? Thou shalt not, what? Covet okay. thy neighbor's house, nor anything that is in thy neighbor's. And you start; to, they start to play on this. But we all know, it's just like the alternative movement said, the happy people are not the pretty people, the rich people, the powerful people. Just look at them. Just watch television. These people are miserable, right? What we have in Christ is that we have a peace that passes all understanding and that even though we will not see justice in this life right we can still have the kingdom of god in our life right and that's that point where we know what is our future and who's our future so you know this is where you know we have the the believers we have the doubters and then we have the actual full on enemy and and you can see the enemy raising its head now and there's no semblance of anything that's christian about really anything that they're saying So this is why when you look at all this stuff they've been fighting over, um, it goes back to Philo of Alexandria, Antiochus, Albert Schweitzer, Karl Barth, all these people were all arguing about who, when, why, what Jesus really was. But at the end of the day, then they turn around and attack the Bible, and that's literary criticism, to the point where these guys have postulated something called the Gospel of Q which somehow is the real gospel, and then it takes out the real divine part of what we have in, in the gospel. And what that means is that we have 27 books from people that had eyewitnesses to all these accounts of all these supernatural things. What things? All the things that are in your New Testament that are accredited with what Jesus, who and said, what he said, what the early church was. Right. And these this gospel of Q, yeah. which they don't have, but they literally postulate that it must be there. It's the same thing. I don't know if you know this, but the reason why they believe in dark matter is not because they know it's there, see it's there. It's because they just postulate something that explains the yeah. fact that they have no idea they what they're doing.
3: Th- yeah, theoretical physics. It's, it's theoretical. A, it's completely... Just they like evolution. That's right.
2: So in order to make their view of Jesus happen,
3: they have to what? create a theoretical gospel called the Gospel of Q. Well, I don't even know if it's their view of Jesus versus their view of their god that's right i well, mean it's not the jesus of the bible that's it, for sure like alex mm-hmm. said before you know everyone's like oh jesus is okay and she was she was bringing up the argument that well if if you're saying that jesus said he was god so either he was a liar or he was lord you can't have in between there yeah mm-hmm. and once you bring do forget the lunatic part the lunatic part yeah <laughs> remember that sermon right I think James D. Kennedy had that sermon right years ago. But the whole thing is is that you can't get away from um, the fact that he is Lord. Right. And they can't they can't run as far as to say, Oh my gosh, you know, he is Lord, but someday every knee will bow and every tongue will confess on earth, under earth and in the sea that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory to God. Spoiler and alert. I mean, we're, and you talk about, like I said, false Christ, false prophets, Kev, everything you're talking about here with their, their wokeism.
2: Well, and here, here's another thing. Just to let you know, these people that hate themselves, that don't feel good about themselves, that right. watch TV and they think to themselves, I'll never be loved, I'll never be accepted. Let's just put out what Jesus said. He said, Come to me, mm-hmm. all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yes. The only, truth that you will ever get is a truth that passes all your understanding. And that is a relationship with God. I had a young lady ask me the other day, what is my purpose? I said, your purpose is to have a relationship with God because he is your father. Mm -hmm. This is the gospel. And this is why Mm -hmm. we are all oppressed by sin. And the truth Mm -hmm. is, is that's why we can turn around. Their modus operandi is what? Social justice. What's our modus operandi is to do good to them that hate you, to bless those that curse you. Mm -hmm. Do you see how this is a false gospel, a false Mm -hmm. action plan that they're putting out here? This is not what Jesus would do. This is not what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. But the perpetrators, this is what he said to the people that came. These were the lost flock of Israel. This is what he said to them. What did he say to the scribes and Pharisees? Okay,
3: nineteen twenty-three. You are full
2: of dead men's bones. <laughs> yeah. he admitted that they said a lot of things that were correctly, right. but inwardly they were what ravenous wolves. Right. They were the them. worst words I can I I, and I cannot imagine somebody getting, you know, we won't use the word cuss because he didn't cuss, but you talk about laying somebody out with words. Mm. I don't think Jesus ever. Nobody's ever beat anybody just the way he laid them out. So this idea that Christians don't confront the perpetrators of evil is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How could Jesus remain silent when they were doing what they were doing? But at the same time, he goes out a little way from the temple, and then he says to all the lost sheep of Israel, come unto me. And this is truly our gospel that we need to remember, because these people are hurting, and and they need this healing in yes,
3: their lives. they didn't even Lord. And we were all, like Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians 6, you know, we were all part of that, but we were washed. We were cleaned by the blood of the lamb. Well, you know, the, the Bible says
2: we're supposed to follow our God, not our government, right? I want to do a little something here. You all can't see
3: this
1: because we're not on the screen. Okay. I want to take this paper and put it beside your skin.
3: He's not white. Now, if we did a
1: true or false test <laughs> and I said to check the one that was white, if you check that human being, mm-hmm. you would get an X. Now, mm-hmm. you can either make a 100% or a zero
3: mm-hmm. and because we...
1: there's, there's only two choices and one right answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay? So if you said that human being was white, you'll make zero. You'll make a zero. If you said his paper was white, you'd make
2: 100%. And if we put Dennis on there, it would be white versus red.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta finish that. So here's my point. When when people start making this argument and they're saying white Jesus, white God, uh when you look in the book of Acts, there were people from around the known world, Asian Minor, when you look in the book of Acts where it says in uh in uh Achaia, there were I believe that's where it was. Okay, there were uh or Antioch, excuse me, there were Certain prophets and teachers, and it names these different individuals: Paul and Barnabas and man, and, then it names one by the name of Amnesia. Uh and he's from that area. He's he is a black man. There's an Ethiopian that is baptized and uh, uh, by by Philip. Yes, and so uh, when we think of that, and you think of Cush, black. Uh, what, so, we end up with pictures where you want to draw a black Jesus and you want to draw a, a pale Jesus because I've never seen anyone draw a white Jesus. Really, I've never seen anyone draw a black Jesus, and draw a brown Jesus. Okay? And, and so you'll see this. But the word tells us that it tells us what it tells us about him. It doesn't say the whiteness of his glory, it tells us the brightness of his glory.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. So,
1: I believe that there is no human complexion mm, Amen. that can compare to God. We ought to be conformed to his image. And when we put on a glorified body, then we shall be as he is. And mm-hmm. so if this was what the earthly was really what we looked at to say, this is who Jesus was, then why would we need a glorified body? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and so this is something That if we were to, let's say you were having a debate, argument and debate, you behind the podium and all behind the podium. Okay. Uh, I want to say this. I believe that a a true Christian, let's say a true theologian who's going up against the the church of whoever uh, that's not of Christ, you would have a field day against them because you're going to come up with truth and facts, and they're going to look like a fool. Mm -hmm. Because what they're going to do is they're going to take the truth of God's word and pervert it. And anyone who's sitting there, like the people of Berea, who are more nobler than those in Thessalonica, anyone who's sitting there looking at what God's word says and listening to what they're saying, will be able to say, no, that's not it. And that truth theologian who can truly exegete the word of God, they'll look at that and say, well, yes, that's what I'm saying. I believe you have a field day. And so you have to if you're going to, uh, how would I say? If you're going to be victorious against the Christian, which you can't, okay? No weapon formed against you can prosper. We're more than conquerors. If you're going to do it, you've got to hate them. That's right. If you're going to do it, you've got to eradicate them. Dr. Cruz said something earlier. He said, there's really no such thing as racist. And but then we go around and say racism. But there's another term, term two words, ethnic cleansing.
2: Mm. Amen, and
1: yeah. that refers to either an ethnic or a religious group.
2: That's right.
1: That people wish to eradicate. That's right. And we are not trying to, as believers, we are not trying to eradicate people who do not not know Christ. Mm-hmm. We want to take the gospel and preach the gospel to people who do not know Christ, so that they might be saved. Satan knows this, so he has to he has to create. Uh, this great hatred in order to keep losing them, okay? And so there are a lot of arguments that we have. When the person says, I was born this way, mm. we can come back and say, well, that's why you need to be born again. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> like all of us, I mean, there's so many arguments
3: we can have. I was born of the flesh of the flesh. If I am born of the spirit yeah. Is born well, if you spirit. run this down,
2: okay, now I... Uh, I I have to admit, you know, hey, we we got crazy people in my family. Probably you do as well. But I was having this conversation with my uncle, and um, I just said to him, I said, listen, God says that he created man, Adam, right, in his image. And then he got done with all the things he created, and he said it was good. It was really good. And then he made us something called the species barrier so that everything would only be able to reproduce after its kind." Now, since we can all reproduce with each other, it means that we are all of the same kind. There is nowhere to run on this. I don't care what color or how much pigment is in somebody's skin. They are of the same kind. And they are created in his image, the same way that you were. And and this is why racism is, is an illusion. It's a complete fantasy. It does not exist. And yet kids are taught this a great example do you remember Alex when our kids were younger and you know somebody said well there's black people right and and, and then of course one of their you know main friends is is black right and and they say well where, where are these black people we, we, we don't know what they are and they go well well, well Malachi is black he goes that he's not black he's he's kind of brown <laughs> Right. What they say. this is what kids yeah. say
0: yeah they were, were describing where they asked about slavery so i was telling them what slavery was and and uh you know they're like that's awful they're like why would they do that who did they do that to and i said well they did that to black people and you know Wyatt thought about it for when he goes mommy do we know any black people <laughs> and you have to you know i'm from detroit so all of my friends like if you were to come to a family gathering it, it was always a group of black girls. They're, those are my friends. You know, it doesn't matter to me. And so he had been, you could say, well, maybe he hadn't been around that. No, no. He, from the time he was born. Those are the people that came to see him in the hospital. My friends, right? So he had been exposed. But he's like, do we know any? And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah. And I started to say, you know, mention my friends and then their friend Malachi. And he's like, he's not black. He's like brown. He goes, right. and why? goes, and I'm sort of like. Pink.
2: What? says he's beige. Ah,
0: He's pink like Doctor Dennis. Right, and then he looked at me and Weston. He goes, "You guys are sort of tan." But he had he legit like had no idea. He's like, "I didn't. I don't know any black people." Where was he from? (laughs) But it was he's from Iran. Right, Wyatt. Oh, Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, my son. And he was like, "I'm sort of pink and beige." Like he couldn't, you know. He's like, "Well, I'm not white." Yeah, you know, and sure. Malachi's not black. But,
2: and, like, but no. the key here is you see so, how yeah. they've started, as Dr. Dozier said, they had a false mm. belief. Mm. They, they refer to facts, but these are not the facts at all, right? They have a, misconstrued the facts. And so they don't understand that, that there's no such thing. And then that's why that there you can't have racism. You've got people that are deluded about what's even happening here. You know, and there's lots of people that are saying this. You know, I remember Morgan Friedman, he says, well, Do we need black history? Month?" How, how he goes, How about a black American mother? And and he vainly one time he said, Well, what what's the best way to heal? Well, you guys could stop talking about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, so there's all kinds of people that are saying here that, you know, this is this is craziness. They're just using this to divide and conquer us. They're again using this as a way to say they're this is the oppressed. And these are the people that have oppressed us, and now they're going to justify whatever they want.
3: So what they want is to be identifying themselves as being oppressed, and then you and look victims. at victims, and then you look at what's happened with this whole Israel-Palestinian conflict going on in Gaza, and how they are uh, identifying with the the Palestinians because they feel they are oppressed. That's right. And then they're doing these chants from the river to the sea, which they don't even know what that means. And then what that means, people, is that means that Israel gets wiped out. That's right. So if you're identifying with a terrorist organization, they don't even know that they couldn't last 30 seconds in in Gaza uh, being gay or being being, uh, trans or whatever. Right. That stuff does not exist there.
2: That's right. LGBTQ would... And the Palestinians would be, you know, wokeism. Yeah, no, none of that would fly, right? No, no, they crazy.
0: they will still stone and behead you if you are. Or gay. throw you off the top
2: of a building. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, literally. Right. Yeah.
2: So we're just about out of time, Doctor Dozier. I know you had a couple more things you wanted to say. No, I'm 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 fine. You guys really. You well, know. it's it's just at this point, you know, you can see we're gonna come back to it this next episode because you can see we brought up a lot of cans of worms and we wanna be able to show you how these wokeisms and these new religions have come into the world and how they really want mandatory access to our children, right? To to groom them in a new way. And so we have these perpetrators, but we still need to figure out how to reach these people, to reach the lost, to know that Jesus is the only one. Who can free them from the oppression of sin? God bless you guys and uh, Dr. Dozier. You want to pray us out?
1: Father, we thank you. We bless you and we honor you,
2: Lord. Our hearts,
1: our hearts are heavy for where we are at this time and season, and at the same time, we have a joyous expectancy. Uh, the expectancy is that there will be a day when you shall return for a bribe without spot, blemish, or wrinkle. And in between that time, Lord, we're asking for your grace. We pray, Lord, that many hearts are turned to you. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that many of those who are being brought into this state of oppression, we pray, Lord, that they will be brought out of it. We pray that your hand of mercy will move, Lord, in a way that we've never seen it move before. Amen. And we do thank you and give you honor, glory, and Mm -hmm. praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 God bless you guys.